This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
Judah, back for round two, part two, all right, a special edition, man, a special edition episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, but Sunday Sermon Edition, yes, yes, 
part two. Part one, we talked about female dating strategies. I think we went over two videos. Well, not two videos, two articles from female dating strategies. And why not continue, right? <clears throat> now, last time I checked, I still had some videos left. Uh, we have Modern Women Archives Reviews. Video is called When Women Regret Feminism slash The Wall is Unforgiving. Then we have Female Dating Strategy Cringe Number 7. Why Man Walks Away from Dating. Finally, we are ending it off with Howard Dare. Okay? The video is called Cancel Culture's Effect on Men and Society. All right? Not going to waste any time, man. We're going to jump right in with the fuckery. Go on dates. Go on as many dates as you possibly can. Figure out what you like. Figure out what you don't like. Have the awkward small talk and the strange conversations and the terrible first dates and the even worse second dates. Put yourself in those experiences because it will help you fundamentally grow as a person so much. You will learn so much about yourself by putting yourself out there in dates in uncomfortable situations. And if it sucks, who cares? It's an experience and you don't have to go out with that person again. But you have to get comfortable putting yourself out there because dating is an uncomfortable thing and the only way to get comfortable doing it is by doing it translation put yourself out there get smashed by chads and tyrones <laughs> get your heart broken Chats. have bad experiences yeah. that destroy your ability to pair bond you're unable to pair bond now congratulations yeah that's what happens these they go out here let these women give you the uh the advice that you believe you want, women. They tell you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. They're going to tell you to go out there, live your best life. They're going to give you all types of uh, all all types of catchphrases, right? You only live once. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they'll give you all the catchphrases, everything that you are uh, meant to believe. That's what they're going to tell you. Oh, go out there, have your hoe phase, have your party years. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Go out there, go out there, be a thought, be a hoe, go nowhere in life, right? Chase the bag, but the only way you chase the bag is by keeping a man around, right? But let these bitches tell you they're strong and independent, right? Let these women tell you. But look, typical uh, female dating advice from a female who appears to be broken herself. So figure that one out. You know what I'm saying? You can try and make that make sense. I'm trying to reorganize my uh, soundboard right now. I got way too much shit going on here. I got to find the price is right. All right. The price is right fail. That def that's like mandatory on most episodes. Mandatory as well as the GTA wasted sound. Okay. I see everything is 
everything appears to be situated. We got we got the prices wrong. We got the gunshots ready. All right, let's continue. Connect with men in relationships. Get your pom pom stretched out <laughs> to the point where it looks like a wizard sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> And then, when you're finally ready to settle down, you will become so beat up, nobody will want you, and you will not be able to sustain healthy relationships. This is by far the worst advice to give a woman. Instead of teaching women to preserve themselves and their dignity, she's teaching women to destroy themselves and to throw their dignity away. Typical female dating advice. Now you got a lot of these women. Uh, what's that chick's name? Mimi. The uh, female dating coaches now. Pretty much female pickup artist. Best way I can describe them. Uh, but essentially, pickup art doesn't really exist. They kind of have to... Some of them will blatantly tell you that they're pickup artists. Other guys will word it different. Dating coaches. Um, life advice coach. Shit like this. You know what I mean? But um, women give terrible advice to other women, especially broken women, especially single women, because single women keep women single. Bitter women keep women bitter. It's only it's only it's only a few occasions. A few rarities where a woman is actually logical. And she's saying something insightful to help other women. And those are women that are usually past their prime. It's the women who had to learn from the mistakes. She literally had to deal with the consequences and probably spent decades, at least two decades, a decade and a half denying that there is an issue because she's out there. She has availability for men. She gets the resources from men. She gets the attention from men. She can get piped by men. But she notices a pattern that none of those men are sticking around. That is fucked up. When people are hating on me for the way I make my money, that's fine. But, like, you're on benefits. Do you know what I mean? Question, guys. Would you rather date a woman on benefits or a woman who does OnlyFans? Comment below. That's a negative on both ends. On both ends, that's a negative. You know what I choose? Okay, so hypothetically, let's say your ex has come back to you. He's told you that he's made a mistake. He wants to give things a go. Like, he really means it this time. Great, right? Anyways, you end up going to his, you stay over... You, you have, and then the next day, he just doesn't speak to you. Uh, uh, he replies on uh, hours and hours and hours apart. But you're like, well, I don't want to, like, you know, make a big thing of it. Anyways, you've booked a spa weekend for the weekend coming for both of you. So you decide to message him and be like, Are you still up for this? Obviously, it's booked. He completely avoids the question. You're like, hmm, starting to get a vibe here. Uh, uh, that may have been used. Uh, 
Anyways, he still doesn't reply. Or he does reply by telling you to relax. Then you reply to that and he doesn't reply. Five o'clock comes, six o'clock comes, seven o'clock comes, eight o'clock comes, nine o'clock comes, ten o'clock. Before you know it, it's early hours of the morning and you've still not had a reply. See, like, fuck this, I'm just going to go to bed. I'll see if he replies in the morning. You wake up in the morning. Uh, I got to pause this real quick. Hold on, man. I'm still setting up the soundboard, man. Shit is very wacky right now, man. I have all these sounds unorganized, but I'm about to get shit organized right now, man. This woman, this woman, excuse me. This woman spent a good portion of the time, right? Um, pretty much waiting for this guy, right? Guy has to be a Chad, right? Gotta be. He ain't, he ain't a regular nigga that this bitch is waiting around for. Okay? Not at all. She waited a day, waited throughout the day for a response. The anxiety kicks in. And it, this is where women secretly enjoy this shit. If dating didn't have the mind games that bitches try to play on men, and then really the attractive men... See, these guys, these guys run game on these women, the attractive men, right? But usually these women run game on men all the time. The shit test, you know, the obstacle course to get vagina that she's already given out. Seven o'clock, no reply. 10.30 in the morning, still no reply. Midday, no reply. Two o'clock in the afternoon, still no reply. So you message his dad. Hey, is working today at all? Because I haven't been able to get hold of him since yesterday morning. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Worried. His dad replies, yeah, he's working from home. 2.30. As soon as you've texted his dad, you get a reply. Do you know what the reply is? For not speaking to you for the day and a half. Yo, relax. I left my phone at my mate's house last night and I've only just picked it up. Are we believing this? Because my dumb ass would believe this shit. To make it even worse, I reply saying, that's bullshit. We're meant to be going on spa weekend tomorrow. That's bullshit. I send this reply. At four o'clock this afternoon, what's time now? Half seven. Rung him three times, no answer. Text him, no reply. So what are we saying, girls? Is he shagging someone else? I think. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Yes. She messaged him multiple times out of her personal insecurity because she thought she had been used. She was haggling him to confirm the spa weekend, but the spa weekend day did not even arrive yet. I can bet you any money that he broke up with her for this reason, because she keeps accusing him of things and he probably got tired of it. If she broke up with him, she would not have taken him back so easily. 
and making a TikTok about it just adds insult to injury. These bitches are bleeding us enough already. Sickening. Sickening. Going on to the next video, man. How old are you, old? 18. 18. 18. Okay, what's the oldest age you would date without money? 20. 24. 20. 24. Alright, what about with money? 50. I mean, got money. Um, <laughs> In other words, see how these women look at themselves? They are prostitutes. These are the examples of what I talk about. Where to be modern woman is essentially to be prostitute. Now, for a guy to not have any money, they brought up um, lower 20s, 21, 22. One chick said 24. They looked at her retarded. <coughs> Youthful age. Still able to get a clear indication within the looks department of whether that man actually pair bonds with the woman or not right the years that a bitch is supposed to have a motherfucker locked down bitch is supposed to have a nigga making money locked down by 23 24 but when it comes to the oldest a man gets with money a woman is automatically looking at that as an opportunity she's not thinking like if the guy is attractive or not Bitch only wants money at that point. Especially these bitches saying 50, 60. Come on. 50, 60. Whoa. This just goes to show how much power money actually has. As a man, you should do everything you can to live a comfortable life. But becoming wealthy gives you even more social benefits. That is true. So I want to talk about um, being childless, not by choice, because I think there are a lot of people that don't understand how that can make people feel. So I'm 41. I don't have any children. Yikes. It is not my choice that I don't have any children. I always thought that I would have kids, but my circumstances up until now have meant that that just hasn't happened for me. Now, my neighbor has just had a baby. And I'm really happy for her. She's, she's wanted a baby for a long time, and she's, she's now got this beautiful daughter. Um, but I haven't met that baby, and that is my choice. Um, and I was chatting to a friend about it the other day and he said, well, maybe you're just jealous. And <clears throat> that annoyed me a bit because <laughs> I'm not jealous. It's, it's raw. What's the matter with you? Yeah, she's, she's totally jelly, guys. She's totally jelly. Completely different to jealousy. And I thought... People perhaps don't understand really how it can make you feel. So for me personally, right now, I don't actually want children. And oh, oh. this is not a good time for me. I, I am quite happy without them. 
mission failed. I mean, you were pretty much, you pretty much had no choice at some point to move on with the possibility of not having children at, at a certain point. 35, maybe the 35 to 37 was when you came to that realization. Now, you didn't want to, you probably didn't look at it that way because you still probably had some some sort of attraction to find a guy out there who would fuck you. But you don't have that, you don't have the youthful beauty to keep that man present. And because you are already um, past your prime, you are no longer able to be vetted because you've had too much. You've had an abundance of men. So what would one man who's doing what he needs to do and what he has to do to survive make a difference for you? Where, you know, the women today, you know, just going on a dating app alone, I mean, the opportunity for a woman opens up. And for a lot of average guys, a lot of guys in the 80%, their opportunity closes. Little to no uh, matches, um, little to no interest from women on dating apps. And these are regular guys. These aren't ugly guys. These aren't broke guys. These are regular guys. Meanwhile, the regular woman, just by being a woman, has that entitlement, <clears throat> excuse me, has that entitlement for the things of, of, of uh, the upper echelons of, you know, high value men, et cetera, et cetera. And these bitches don't bring nothing to the table themselves. Nothing to the table, not in the terms of money financially, but in terms of um, homekeeping, um, terms of cooking, things of that nature, it seemed wicked for a man to bring up. But a woman can expect a man to still be financially set, have everything and shit, have everything going for him. <clears throat> no exceptions. Has to be a height requirement. No exceptions. If a man says a woman has to be at a weight requirement, that becomes a problem. The man is hateful because of that. The man is fat shaming. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. But I'm 41 years old and my choice is gradually slipping away from me. And that's what upsets me is the fact that soon I won't have a choice. So it's not that I feel jealous. It's the fact that if I see that baby, it's going to bring up feelings of grief. <laughs> Isn't it a little funny, guys? The bitch is very bitter, very jelly right now over, you know, her neighbor having a baby. And, and if you notice, guys, it's nothing really about love that's brought up to the mix of having a child. It's nothing of like partnership of the man. It's the baby. It's the social norm, right? A woman who's past her prime, who's just looking for a man because she wants a child. Which I believe it should be in reverse. She's looking for she's looking for a child because she's looking for a man. But then again, who knows? To each his own.
fact that I haven't been able to have that choice up until now and the fact that it's looking less and less likely that my future will have my own baby in it. Um, and then I have to reframe my entire idea that I had for my life. What do I do now? <laughs> Who's going to look after me when I'm old? Um, what purpose does my life have? So these are all the feelings that it brings up for me. And I'm sure that other people will understand that as well. But it is so much more than just feeling a bit jealous. Um, I just wanted to point that out to people. This is the ultimate testimony. You know, something else I wanted to point out. She did kind of mention who's going to take care of me. But she really didn't bring up any wants in being a loving mother. She didn't bring up any wants of being a loving wife. She didn't bring up none of that shit, guys. She just said, who's going to take care of me? And she wants the baby because because it's expected. That's pretty much what it boils down to. And because her neighbors got her neighbors having a child and made her think about all of the mistakes she made and why she doesn't have a child. She didn't say that she couldn't have children. But, well, she couldn't she couldn't find a guy to really have anything genuine to equal uh, uh, childbirth. But then again, can we be, can we really be honest here? Like most, most cases childbirth is not even like happening under like romantic. It's like a mishaps. You know what I'm saying? Bitch lied and says she's on birth control type of shit. You know what I mean? That's how women get pregnant today. It's not necessarily like, okay, we're going to get married. We're going to start a family. We're going to see how um, us as a couple works out before we legitimately start a family. No, not at all. It's women going out there, being 304s. She's 41. She was probably at 304 for 20 plus years. Okay. Okay. She she was probably at 304 for 20 plus years. Let's be honest. She probably had I don't know. Bitch bitch probably had fucking 200 Bitch probably had 200 opportunities in life to find men, right? And in every opportunity, she'll choose the quote-unquote fuckboy. She'll choose the guys, right? She had this, I had this watch on too fucking tight. She'll have... She'll have the guys who she's casual with, but those guys are always going to be in the picture, Right? So, like, the the fuck buddies, whatever you consider, them niggas are always going to be in the picture. Let me get some of this green tea real quick.
Now, they may not be fucking at that particular moment, but they were sure fucking in the past. This is why the one thing I'll tell men is be careful of the girl and her quote unquote male friends. Always pay attention to that. You never want to get cuck rolled at the end. Okay. You never want to get cuck rolled at the end. You know what I mean? You'll see this happen time and time again, man. Niggas don't even be paying attention to the bitches they talk to. Don't even really pay attention to her circle. And her circle, and this nigga won't even know, her circle was telling her to leave the nigga. Oh, this nigga's a square, this nigga's a bum, this nigga's a lame, etc. And you the only nigga that's providing her a fucking life. Like, she has no life outside of you. No general activity. That's why her friends are mad, because she can't be around her friends as much. Come on, man. She can't be around her friends as much because she found a guy to actually follow and do things by and stand by. These bitter bitches want to get mad. These bitter bitches want to tell stories. These bitter bitches want to tell the tell a bitch to break up with the nigga. Or the bitch ends up actually really getting to know the guy, really getting serious, getting to the point of even engagement, even though I don't believe in marriage. Then the women are trying to tell her, then her friends, her single bitter ass friends are going to tell her, hey, maybe you should go out there and, you know, have some fun before you lock things down. You only live once. Go out there and get your hoe phase. Despicable. These bitches are despicable. Okay? They're they're despicable. She bad though. Look at her. She thick. Yeah. She thick. She got she got a fat ass, right? She got a fat ass because the bitch is full of shit. She's full of shit. Okay? Deceptive. Despicable. I'm joking a little bit, but very deceptive though. And despicable. A lot of these women do be capping. Okay. You got bitches out here with the waist trainers on, full of niggas, got a bunch of rolls underneath some uh, shrink wrappage. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> bitches out here be looking like a hot fucking mess, man. You see them on Instagram. These bitches got four or five filters. $300 a month spent on makeup. Bitches don't... Look, and it's it's very funny. It's very funny because I made this comparison months ago where women will say a guy who plays video games is childish, but the woman who draws and paints on her face before leaving, before leaving the house isn't. These bitches got to paint and draw on their face. 15 to 45 fucking minutes before feeling comfortable to leave the goddamn house. That's why bitches is never on time. You can't you can't expect them to be on time at all. So 
whatever time you mention, just just don't don't mind coming 15 minutes after because, you know, these bitches are still putting on makeup. Still putting on makeup. Still bullshitting. They reach a point in life. You listening to raggedy bitches give you terrible advice when it comes to men. But then again, a man trying to inform you wouldn't make a fucking difference either. Because a lot of women just don't want to hear the message. A lot of women don't want to acknowledge the fact that that there is more um, blatant misandry. There's more blatant misandry than there is misogyny. Regardless of who says it, how they say it, how they try to word it. You'll have some guys who who will point out a guy going over the edge once, right? But not point out how many times these women spew out, kill all men, men are trash, etc., etc. Okay? So it it would only be fair, right, if things were to change in the time going forward where women would have to come to that realization that their expectations don't add up to their value. See what I mean? Their expectations are too high. And that attitude to not want to settle for less will be the cause of their downfall. Because a lot of these bitches are not even really cute like that, respectfully. And I ain't shit either, but I'm saying these bitches that portray themselves as if they're the shit, they're nothing. Legit. Sickening. Of hitting the wall. This woman has taken way too long to consider having children. She's 41 years old, so I'm pretty sure her choice to have children was already lost five years ago. She probably has only 5% of her eggs left. She will have to go to the doctors to see what her odds are. This is what happens when women listen to feminism. It lies to women and tells them that they can chase after a career and consider starting a family later on in life. <laughs> now she's suffering from grief whenever she... <laughs> she sees another woman with children. She will have to consider adoption. Her choice is over. Her choice... But see that right there, I mean... I never even thought of it like that. I mean, she could always adopt. If she really wants to have that motherly instinct to somebody in life, she can adopt. But of course, that's not going to feel genuine to what she actually wants. See what I mean? But it is another case of little too late. Children is already over. Mm-hmm. Ha ha, you're old. There was this guy, like, all summer that I wanted to hook up with. We hooked up once a while ago, like, in May. And it was so good. It was so fucking good. It was fire. It was lit. Um, but then, like... Oh, my God, bro. The way these bitches talk, dude. It was fire. It was lit. What is this, 2006? What the fuck is going on here? 
it just kind of blew me off like a bunch. And like anytime we tried to make plans, it's just like it just wasn't working out. Mission failed. Clear indication that you are nothing more than a pump and dump. And then I deleted a bunch of people from my contacts and he was one of them. And so I haven't heard from him in ages. And then I just got a text message from this person. It was him. <laughs> and he's like, well, I hope we can link up sometime soon. And I was like, I honestly like gave up on you. And um, <laughs> like, I've got a lot going on on my plate. Get the fuck out of here. Right now. And he's like, oh, I hope everything's okay. And I was like, oh, no, I meant sexually. I have a lot going on on my plate. <laughs> the Why would a woman laugh about that? Like, would that, how would that make the guy, well, yeah, the guy may feel bad because he won't be able to no longer, he probably would no longer want to fuck you anymore. But how would that make you feel better? Where nine times out of 10, that probably is the case. If you're openly talking about this on fucking TikTok, then there is no doubt in my mind that you are still probably currently on the CC, the cock carousel. Okay? I, that's how, that's, this is how bitches tell on themselves. I hate to say the same shit over and over again, but I'm really drawing, I'm really just bringing home the fucking point that I'm making. Like, it's all the patterns. Bitches washed up at the end of the day, another washed up, probably retired 304 a retired tramp, a failure as woman, because the failure as woman has had the abundance of men at one time in her life and she was not able to get a ring. She was not able to build with any of these guys. She was not able to generally pair bond with any of these guys. So now in the future, she's only going to boo-hoo, cry, and complain because she wants things that comes with marriage. She wants the wedding more so than the husband. She wants the child more so than the man. And in a lot of cases, these bitches have children with a lot of the beta bears, the care bears, you know, low tier, opposite of alpha. Beta bear, are you close to your father? Not really. Does he even return your call? And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, she'll she'll get she'll stay married to the man for like five to ten years, divorce him take his money, take the child, and then move back into the market again. So anybody can get it at this particular point in a woman's life. She's at a point where, like, 41, well, she's already through. She's done. Finito. Um, in terms of, you know, starting a family, things of that nature. Guys talking, communicate with these women, hanging out with these women. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying the whole family thing should obviously be off the table. For a lot of guys in that age group, marriage in general is completely off the table. Cohabitation is completely off of the table. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can, uh, you can, you can incorporate into this, but um, this is not a flex woman. Once again, something that I've always mentioned. A woman out there opening her legs, getting pounded and getting fucked by guys, even for profit, it is not a flex, especially 15 years down the line when you can't rewrite history.
It's f***ing wrong. Okay? You can't rewrite history. So, you know what I mean? Enjoy what you have. Just know that, you know, five to ten years down the line, when those, when those opportunities that you have no longer exist, or they take an extreme drop where you only have like an average of three guys that maybe want to fuck you and one of the one out of the three guys want to commit to you, but obviously you're not into that guy. You'll fuck all of the other guys. Yeah. You'll fuck all the other guys in the meantime. Those are just the uh, fuck boys. These are the attractive guys that the women, the same women that go out there saying they want real love and shit on fucking social media and on dating apps. These are the same fucking women who go on and hook up with the super attractive guys, completely throwing the rule book, throwing her personal rule books out of the window for those guys. When you meet a woman and she requires you to do things for her, she requires you to be a certain way around her. That's how you know you have been put in that condition. You've been put in that uh, category by a woman. Because today, more so now than ever, there's a good chance that the same woman who's doing that got fucked by multiple men. And those guys didn't have to do any of the things that you're doing. It's just that when a woman's ran down, now she wants to try to create the rules. Now she wants to be stubborn and she wants to be stuck in her ways. But by doing so, she's going to be stuck in the house with kittens and puppies. Drew Fun was good for her, but obviously not good for him. That's why he did not come back for her. After months of not talking, he got bored, so he decided to hit her up again, only to find out she's already getting smashed out by multiple other guys. I will never understand why women think it's a flex Thank you. to have multiple Thank guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yo. Yo. Swear to God I did not listen to this. Swear to God I did not listen to this. It is not a flex for women to go out there, sleep around with a bunch of guys. Even if she's benefiting, even if she's quote unquote getting to the back, it will not be a good look for her later on in life. I can guarantee you she will reach a point in her life where she will look back at all the things she's done to get the bag, all of these multiple partners that she's had only temporarily, not causing and not creating any genuine connection. And she's going to regret that. I guarantee you. All you got to do is pick up on these on the patterns of these bitches, the behavioral patterns of these bitches and how they start off not needing a man going along with the feminist shit, sleeping with a bunch of guys. Poly uh, polyamory is the new the new trend now or it's always been a trend, but now it's being brought up more. And really what it is, it's a lot of damaged women. It's a lot of damaged goods. In the same way, almost like if a guy, if a guy's a cuck, right, he's allowing his woman to get plowed. 
practically in front of him with him knowing and 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 there's two there's two sides of the coin when it comes to this shit, right? Like the guy who's getting cucked, it's either it's either on one end he's just settling and he knows that like he has no better option and he's a complete simp and he'll let his girl get fucked, right? He'll let his girl get fucked as long as the woman still comes back to him. Then you have the perversion. Then you have the weirdos that just enjoy watching their girlfriend get fucked by other guys. All right. People say, oh, well, that's just, you know, interest. No, man, that's that's a fucking illness. That's an illness. You like to watch the woman that you invest in, that you put time, uh, you put time, energy, effort, and attention into. You enjoy watching that woman get fucked by other men, let alone you sitting back watching. That's some weirdo shit. That's some weirdo shit. But yeah, man. Just like just like what I said, women out here can't really flex because like they get dick. All they got to do is open their legs to get dick. They don't even have to do much during sex. Learn how to go up and down on a nigga's dick and pretty much learn how to suck a dick. That's really all all she got to do. That's all she got to do. But these bitches really flex this shit. Like this is this is really like this is some type of genuine flex. And in reality it's not. Bitches ain't bitches ain't, bitches ain't doing nothing but admitting to being certified 304 tramps. <laughs> Certified cum guzzlers. Electronic prostitute. It's come easy for women, so it's not to flex. It's only a flex for men, because it's much more difficult for men to get multiple hookups. All right, man. That was definitely Modern Women Highlights. Wait, was it Modern Women Archives Reviews? I want to make sure I have this. Modern Women Archives Reviews. Yes. When women regret feminism slash the wall is unforgiving. All right. Now we're going to go to the last video, Howard Dare. Okay. Now we're going to get into Howard Dare. And Howard Dare, the OG, one of the OGs, in my opinion, within the MGTOW philosophy. It was definitely him, Sandman, um, Hammerhand, a little bit, a little bit later on for me. 
that were like one of the first videos that I've seen that was 100% incorporating MGTOW. Before they were even explaining what it was, I kind of figured it out after a little time. But I was, I, I, I only looked at it, I only looked at it partially. Like I've said this before, I didn't die, I didn't completely dive into the whole MGTOW philosophy right away. Because I think at that time, either I was still in a relationship or there was a bitch that I was trying to get into a relationship with. So Howard Deere and Sandman were definitely one of, if not the two first videos that I've heard that incorporated MGTOW. So it's very important for me to play this individual. But the video was called Cancel Culture's Effect on Men and Society. So let's continue. Hello, MGTOW. Hello, men. This is Howard Dare. Thanks for stopping by. So I want to talk about people pretending to be offended in order to control the speech and the freedom and the rights of other people, because I believe that's exactly what's happening right now. In order to make any content unsuitable and not promoted on YouTube, you need only claim that it offended your sensibilities. In order to destroy anyone's freedom of speech, right to assemble, right of association, you need merely pretend that their activity and behavior is offensive to you, that it is against the social norms and the group. It's a very powerful weapon in a society, in a culture that enshrines individual rights. One need merely claim that their individual right has been violated. And now the whole system, this is what the whole system is predicated upon. So the system stops and says that's not allowed. So I have not been allowed to speak for many years now. All of my speech, all of my thoughts are controlled, predetermined, because if I speak naturally, I will offend, I will offend people who are enshrined in power, who like their control. It's not a question of who's telling the truth. It's not a question of what's best, what's healthy. It's not a question of what represents our principles. This is a power grab. You know, you give, this is like giving someone the hall monitor pass, you know, making them a hall monitor in elementary school. Once they get any level of control, they, they abuse it. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So the tech industry is in a position to control what people are allowed to say. If the masses within a concentrated media center find something disagreeable, social media can shut it down. Rule by mob rule, by group consensus. Yet the passions, the feelings of the group, they're mercurial. They'll change. What's worse here in MGTOW is that if you say anything that offends the sensibilities of a mama's boy, your speech is curtailed. But if you say things which 
agree with the internal mother, internal feminism, that's acceptable. And then when you consider that the cycle of a civilization is that from male patriarchal values to unrestrained female sexual values and how this, you know, because the resources really attract them. (laughs) I'm sorry, you know, when the ship comes into the harbor, the whores congregate around the ship. That's all. When the technological advanced freedom-based civilization with free markets acquires trillions of dollars of resources and starts handing it out, people who don't necessarily share the principles that created all that wealth buy for that power. And they'll do anything for it, even if it's maladaptive, even if it destroys them generation over generation. So you understand what's going on there. And you understand that this is a psychological social compulsion as well. In other words, honestly, I'm being limited because I might say something that upsets the idea that some man holds in his head about his mother. Was your mother perfect? Right? It's a great it's a great topic for a video because it's so automatically triggering to the blue pill man who's merely adopted the values of the most sensitive and manipulative group around him. That's what's happening. We're being manipulated on a societal, cultural level from women who are pretending that they're going to cry. (laughs) The blue pill conditioning connected to, in a lot of cases, not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, the single mother household. The lack of genuine masculinity to help guide and groom pause in a lot of ways that boy into becoming a man you take away fatherhood you take away stability and what you have And what you have created is a society that's fueled on drugs, a society that's fueled on crime, and which in a lot of cases connects to the single father, I mean, the single mother households, the fatherless households. And the cycle continues, except today you would have a lot of these women celebrating being a single mother celebrating the fact that they don't need a man as a partner, but they definitely need a man in terms of being a father. These are the women who are selfish enough to take the child that they have and that they need to take care of out of the equation just to sit back and complain about niggas not being shit when she's the one that slept with a nigga who wasn't shit. You know, but hey, let's continue. They don't have to work. They don't have to get results. They merely have to pretend that something you said made them upset. And all of the people around you, all of the institutions around you will come down on you. Man and a woman commit the same crime. They get different sentences. 
Man and a woman hand in the same paper at school, they get different grades. The boys are punished merely for being boys. Taking toxic masculinity courses. Check your privilege. The white children <laughs> in elementary schools are given courses on checking your privilege. Transsexualism is taught as normalized. It's wrong. There's a program going through the UK right now uh, that you know tries to teach that there's no differences between boys and girls, right? The basis of feminism, right? That's what gender equality is, right? And the name of this program is There Are No Boys and There Are No Girls. And essentially what it does is it shames both groups for having their own identity. I think there's something even more nefarious that is within their plans. I do think that there is a percentage of Transformers that try and turn these guys out. They use the male loneliness uh, narrative as a way to try to come in and turn and try to turn these men out due to their loneliness. I genuinely believe that. I genuinely, I really believe that. I think that's what they are capable of doing. So this is an attack on identity. This is an attack on standards. This is an attack on principles. This is an attack on borders. This is an attack on limits. Certainly when you, as a man, express them. In other words, I would prefer not to have people mass immigrate to my country and then undersell the infrastructure of my society in order to support those people. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right. Anybody who would do that, I don't I don't look at them and think that they're, you know, full of virtue. I look at them and I think that they're fool. Now, before anybody passes any judgment, let me ask you a question, right? You see, you got a lot of people south of the border that come up here, want to come up here, and a lot of them get pretty much a free ride up there, right? Can we do the same and go down to Mexico and, and negotiate with the cartel to live in Mexico? Think about it. But for expressing that opinion, which I believe is, you know, the intelligent, informed, thoughtful, adult, responsible decision, a group of people who want to manipulate the system and get things for free because they're pretending to be offended and they're pretending to be victims, attack me. So what happens when there's more people in the world that want to cheat the system, that want to get things for free? that want to pretend that the sympathy of the group is, you know, the, the coin of the realm, when there's more of those people than there are the people who work and who produce and who create value in the world and then exchange that value with other people. Well, that's what we're finding out right now, aren't we? It's a terrible thing. People get punished for their virtue, for their ability. The idea of having people that are highly successful and who achieve a great deal becomes, you know, something shameful. And the idea of making everybody have an equal outcome seems like the you know, ideal that they're aiming for. How could you have that? If one person gets up early and works hard and studies and prepares and anticipates and another person sleeps late and doesn't prepare and does not study 
and is not ready, why would you expect them to have the same results on a test? Why would you expect that? Why would that be desirable? Would you then promote the person who hasn't done any preparation and who doesn't have the skills or the knowledge into a position of authority because you feel bad for them? Well, that's the world that we're moving towards. Okay. I'm not allowed to speak what I have to say because it might offend someone. So if I say that you need to work hard and produce and be productive and exchange value with other people, well, that, that's, that's heresy to someone who's just part of the group and going along with the group and earning a paycheck by doing that, by not expressing you know their own values, by not even examining whether or not they have their own values. And I'm saying that if you delay doing that for too long, you will lose the ability. You will become like a blob, both internally and externally. And this is part of the reason why I suggest to you that there are so many people that look like blobs and carry themselves as blobs in life. When you're younger, it's much easier, but over time, you know, it starts to affect. This is my warning to you. Establish the values in life, the habits, the practices that will make you strong, not the ones that will make you weak. Understand that the world around you is pretending to be offended, that it's going to cry, that you've upset it, that you've really disappointed her. That's what the world is doing to try to get you to do what they want you to do. If you do that, they'll stop giving you a hard time, but you will betray yourself. And eventually, you will become a traitor unto yourself. And the group will throw you out. group doesn't really care about you. So you need to go your own way. You need to find your own way. Make yourself strong. Okay, that's my message. Understand, anybody who's part of the group considers that message heresy. They see somebody acting that way. They say, you're crazy. You're not allowed to do that. I'm going to report you. You don't agree with the group. Therefore, they're conformity enforcers. They make sure that other people go along with the group. Understand that you can't have a you know strong conformity enforcer and then a strong innovative group. What do you think you're going to create within freedom? You're going to create the innovators, aren't you? What do you think you're going to create within a free market? You're going to create the innovators. People will have to become innovators, won't they? But that's difficult, isn't it? So now do you understand why a group comes in and sets up their regulations and says, this is what you can and cannot do. You certainly can't say anything that might upset any woman or that you know might offend anybody. It's like, well, you know, if you want to make an omelet, you've got to break a few eggs. The innovators, <laughs> the producers, they know that. The other people, all they want is to have the approval of the group. And you know, men going their own way means going their own way from the group. I love the way that everybody assumes that men going their own way means that they're going their own way from women. Right? If a woman has got a healthy attitude... Men don't have a problem with her. If a woman doesn't hate a man, a man doesn't have a problem with that. The problem is, is that the men who get together with the women, even though the women hate the men. I'm saying you shouldn't do that. You should go your own way in that instance. Anyway, it's all just advice. These are just things that, you know, we're talking about in the moment because they're affecting what's going on in our daily lives. And I thought some of this might be useful to you. That's all. That's all that's going on here. 
you know, but if you like the content, please support the content. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, donate, and join me again, Howard Dare, as I plan to have more content for you. Thank you, MGTOW. All right. So, a lot to be addressed. I would say, to break it down just just in layman's terms, um, individuality is a rarity today. Um, very few people want to step outside of what is considered normal because these are the people that tell you who are influencing you in a positive way and who are influencing you on a negative way because they have the power, they have the sources, they have the channels. They, are, they in fact, are the ones who perpetuate the matrix, they are the ones that tell you that whatever is wicked is considered good and whatever is considered righteous is considered wicked. This is what uh, mainstream media, uh, social media will promote, right? Uh, men going their own way will be seen as this, this male hate group in the same way that Red Pill is seen as a group of misogynists in, in the same terms and in the same way. I think a few of us who understand what's really going on around us and those who are not afraid to speak up about it, whether motherfuckers are on board with it right away or not, whether people like it or not, you know, um, it's not very difficult to point out the things that are going on. You just have to be, you have to be in that position to know, like, to be an individual or to be someone, especially a person of color, to have the similar talking points or to have, you know, um, more so even outside of political, just on a social, more conservative aspect as a black man that is seen as like taboo in the black community. Um, Black Republican is seen as taboo in the black community. But you look at all of the places all of the huge areas, Chicago, Detroit, all of these places that suffered with poverty, crime, and and death and drug problems, they're all ran by Democrats. Okay? It doesn't take much to really notice things. I don't I don't say this to be super political. I do say this to be based and just to point out the facts of what's going on around us. Um, you can choose to go along with everything, but in a lot of cases, there's going to be a lot of people where it's already normalized to just look at everything is not a problem. People see everything going on right now, right, with uh, Russia and Ukraine, and everything that's going on with this particular person who's in office, and everybody was just so excited to get the last person out, not realizing what the fuck they've gotten themselves into, what we're all into right now. And I think it just goes to show you that majority doesn't rule when it comes to logic because there's a lot of illogical people. There's a lot of illogical people out there who will just go along with things because they appear to be popular. I believe the red pill has became that in a lot of ways. 
I believe MGTOW is going to become that because MGTOW is now mentioned almost more so than the red pill or just the manosphere as a whole. So any chance these cocksuckers get within, you know, mainstream media, they'll try to incorporate a crime that a man does, whether it's like it's a man who attacks a woman or it's a man who has all of these edgy posts, they'll connect him to a hate group and then they'll connect that to MGTOW. I'm telling you, any chance that they'll get to throw dirt on the name, on the lifestyle and on the philosophy, they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I'm speaking from an outsider's perspective. There's just a lot of guys that I listen to who happen to be MGTOW. You know what I mean? And I've noticed a lot of variations of MGTOW, but I've noticed also a lot of variations within the red pill. So it's almost like one and the same, where on terms of MGTOW, you will have guys who are more considered free agents, where they don't believe in long-term hookups, but they have the ability to go out there and have fun with women still. Then you'll have the guys who are pretty much um, MGTOW in, in terms of literally going their own way and figuring out what they want out of life, um, focusing on self-development, focus, focusing on things of that nature. But if a woman comes along, it's like a coin toss for them. But still, they still have that belief that, you know, no marriage, no cohabitation, etc. But then you got the MGTOW monks. MGTOW monks are just, you know, straight up. These are the rules and the regulations and the lifestyle and the reason why I chose the lifestyle of MGTOW monk. So there's levels to this shit. Red pill. I mean, black pill, whether red pill guys want to admit it or not. um, A lot of black pill guys are really red pill guys. They've disconnected themselves from the red pill due to a lot of the piss poor prototype PUAs. That is the reason why they don't they no longer align themselves to the red pill because a lot of these guys were the ones who fell for all the PUA bullshit and they were the ones that bought the courses. That's the reality of it. Wheat waffles is a prime example. Look up wheat waffles and found out and find out how wheat waffles became black pill, which in all actuality, he just focused on self-development and looking better. That's all he did. It's nothing black. It's nothing really black pill about it, but it's black pill to me when it comes to the raw information. I do believe that raw information, especially when it comes to uh, when it comes to dating statistics, that shit right there, that's black pills. Those are black pills. You know, what I mean, information that can give you the absolute understanding about something or it can be something that can crush your dreams. OK, it's all in the perspective of the person who's experiencing and who's obtaining the information. But that is still more or less red pill than black pill. There's no real nihilism. The only nihilism is, I guess, what can be seen as nihilistic is saying that the dating market's dead. And if that's considered nihilistic, then I'm nihilistic. What else? What else you want me to say? Because the dating market is dead. If you don't, if you don't have what it takes. To get a woman's attention just off of looks, you're pretty much 
shit out of luck. You're SOL, as I used to say. But the black pill became this, hey, why don't you look looks max? Hey, why don't you go to the gym? So now you got gym cells. You got guys that just live in the fucking gym. They get to a point where they get in shape, but they have not experienced self-development. They have not uh, figured out how to communicate. They have not figured out how to establish conversation. And so they just become socially awkward, but in good shape, which only helps them. But for so long, I mean, it can help them initially on online dating because you don't talk necessarily communicate online. Your pictures get better because you get in better shape. But do you have a better understanding for uh, female nature? Probably not. And these are the these are the guys that end up becoming costume alphas. It's very easy to point these these guys out. Costume alphas, niggas talking about just going to the gym all day. Um, and like, there's no. Like and I don't like to use this term, but like there is no real evidence to say otherwise. So you kind of just take the person's word for what it is. By me telling niggas, I don't give a fuck about the whole alpha male shit. That should tell you that I don't care about alpha males. I don't consider myself an alpha male. Um, going through the years of just explaining, you know, alphas. Sigmas, betas. I think sigma males are more realistic than your traditional alpha male. Your alpha male, it's almost the stereotypical. It's it literally breaks down to the stereotypical guy, athletic, charismatic, but he knows that he's athletic and charismatic. He's not. He's not charismatic in a humble way. He's charism- he's charismatic in a very cocky way. You see what I'm saying? Now, because I've broken this shit down numerous times, I have no reason to really repeat it, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. Um, when you no longer care about the, um, the socio-hierarchy, on what's alpha, you know what's beta. You know it because it's prevalent today. You cannot deny that without a fact. But just because somebody points out something that is particularly beta does not necessarily make them alpha, right? I just want to throw that out there because there's a lot of costume alphas out there who aren't living a lifestyle that they're promoting. Niggas is out here doing a lot of shaky shit, man. You guys, you guys listen to um, your fucking favorite PUA, JAL. Talking about how many sexual partners he's had. He's talked about having 1,500 plus sexual partners, but he's also mentioned that two of them, and keep in mind, he only mentions two of them are actually Transformers. The man with the 1,500 plus body count, who's had gonorrhea and who's had all of these STDs, he said it himself. I played it in the last episode, I believe. 
These are the guys that these dudes look up to. I'm saying all this to say that there there will be a separation. There's already been several separations of what you would consider red pill from an intersexual level, which starts off, I believe, the introduction of most men getting into the red pill. It's on an inter, it's on an intersexual level where the guy may want to learn some game. He may want to learn the red flags. He may want to learn to not be the nice guy. Like, that's just, like, stage one. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's really, like, your first stage, your introduction into the red pill, right? Then something that most people skip, you have self-development. Now it's time for you to be introspective and look back at the previous mistakes that you've made in a way that you can better yourself in the long run. If you're not willing to do that, then anything else that you will learn going forward will only better you on a physical aspect. For those who don't believe in spirituality, don't believe in um, God or anything like that, I don't know what to tell you with this segment going forward. But you have to have some sort of moral character to go along with that development. To make everything righteous, your decision on not fucking with bitches today, it's a righteous decision. You don't want to be that guy who's the stereotypical baby daddy who's not able to see their child due to the nagging ass bitch you decided to lay down with. So you making that decision on going forward and focusing on yourself is actually a righteous decision. It's the attitude that a lot of guys may have in the beginning that will um, that will look otherwise. As I talk about, the red pill rage, right? So now people who've never dived into self-development, in my personal opinion, they're the ones who are going to experience red pill rage more often until they're able to look in instead of look outward for the resolve or the answer to their problems, they would have to look in, right? And by doing so, you will be better off and comfortable with whatever decision that you made going forward because you've learned of your mistakes in the past. You learned what not to do in terms of going forward. Now, because a lot of people skip this, the red pill will just consist of mainly um, game, courses, conventions, um, and other and other and other things really that that can help you only if you allow yourself to go through and actually develop when you get to a point where you're noticing the same shit you're noticing the patterns you cannot deny it you can say that it's extreme but the measurements and everything that those wicked women do on the, on the left when it comes to feminazis and women empowerment, they do the same thing. They're even more extreme. Like I stated multiple times, it's funny how a group of men being MGTOW can be considered a hate group where you have women who are the opposition, who are feminazis telling and promoting the idea of kill all men. 
these women are not considered terrorists. They're not considered domestic terrorists, but they're the ones that have the most hatred towards men. A woman's, a man's hatred, right, for a woman doesn't even, doesn't even equate half of the hatred that these women have for men. And it's all the same. It's all the women who are ran down who have this hatred because they realize that they had the opportunity in the past to make things better themselves. But they had that mindset that a guy is going to go there. The guy is going to come out of his way, Prince Charming, sweep her off her feet happily ever after. That's bullshit. Then you have the other extreme where women just focus on their careers. They focus on their opportunities, thinking that by the time they get everything settled in their 30s, they can just go out there and find a husband. Mission failed. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Not going to happen. So this has been another edition, round two, part two of the Sunday sermon tonight. Part one was pretty much directed towards female dating strategies, a.k.a. FDS, femaledatingstrategies.com. And this one right here is a mixture, I would say, on just for you as a man, you would have to really take in consideration who you decide to communicate with, who you decide to put your time, energy, effort and money in. And. If you feel that you are being manipulated, if you feel that you have to bring things to the table in order to be around a woman, don't be around her because she's been with multiple men. A lot of these women going forward, they've been with multiple men and those men put in zero effort. All right. Um, a lot, a lot of things are not going to change. All right. I got to move this car anyway, so. I'm going to set this shit up here. Um, A lot of things are not going to change when it comes to um, when it comes to a woman genuinely coming to an understanding, she's not going to necessarily change until it's too late. Certain women don't need to be changed because certain women don't get involved in a lot of the activity that I address. I acknowledge that. But what I also acknowledge is the influence, the influence of women to do this, for women to go out there and hook up. They're of high influence with today's women, younger women coming up, younger teens coming up. Women who will mention Brittany Renner as a success, but then you look at her love life or therefore her lack of love life. The fact that she's 30 plus years old and a stereotypical single mother who takes no accountability. You got to understand that um, going forward, things are going to get worse. I mean, some women are coming to the understanding, but I feel that with a lot of the BS that's been going on, you know, people 
female content creators being being exposed, and it doesn't even have to be uh, not um, what's her name, uh, real fem sapien. You don't even have to use her as an example. We can use Roma Army as an example. You guys know who Roma Army is. If not, look her up. Now she considers herself a men's activist, I believe. And when you look at her, you will notice something very strange, right? Because she has nothing but neck tattoos, shoulder tattoos, completely inked up, right? And she has this fake voice. You know, a lot of women have that fake voice when they communicate with people on the phone and shit like that. She has that fake voice with her that it's pretty obvious to point out that, you know, she's a chameleon. Pretty fucking obvious. But a lot of guys, they'll go to war for this bitch. Now, I think the channel was Think Before You Sleep. Who actually exposed this chick and low-key roasted her. Pointed out that there was a lot of weird things going on in her life. A lot of weird shit going on in her life. The fact that she's doing, she was doing um, adult entertainment, that can be one of the things, but... We'll leave that out because now she's a men's activist, right? And this is going to be something that you're going to see more of. You're going to hear from me first. You're going to see the uprise of a lot of these chameleons. A lot of these chameleons. And these women can be business women. They can be bankers. They can just be regular plain girls, right? Or they can be women from prominence, be women of women that came from power, women that came from like a lineage of greatness and shit. Like you're going to see more and more and more of these women. And you're going to see more and more and more desperate men who will go along with the narrative that she's one of us narrative. She's one of the good one narratives. And then eventually when the going gets tough and I mentioned this before, when there is a lot of criticism going on involving the red pill, especially with Tate being banned. And, you know, now people were, um, people were actually equating, um, they were equating the red pill to misogyny through Andrew Tate's ban and all this other shit. And you would see people start to denounce the red pill. You will see people, on the other hand, blatantly going after the red pill in the manosphere. Because it's a hot topic, it's easy way to get an audience, especially if you're a guy. If you point out the manosphere and say that it's misogynistic, then you'll get a lot of people on board, a lot of people supporting you. I mean, these are tactics. Only those who don't have a fucking brain 
only those who, who are idiotic are puzzled right now. See, this is what they do. The red pill is getting is getting a lot of heat. Pearly things is getting a lot of heat from uh, Abba and Preach. But then we got Abba, not Abba, we have Preach um, talking about if a woman, if a man gets a sex change and becomes a woman, then apparently that's good enough to fucking be with. That's what he said. But yeah, you got to really be careful of the people who are out here, um, especially in this space, because a lot of people don't really have uh, younger men in their best interest. It's all about a dollar. It's all about a profit. It's all about a T-shirt. But yeah, 633, wrapping this shit up right now. Got to get ready for a busy work week. This is going to be totally not fun. But it is what it is. I'm going to try to do something uh, tomorrow night. But if I don't, just in case I don't do nothing tomorrow night, I'll try to do uh, 45 minutes to an hour tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Excuse me. So as I always say, it's towards or near the end of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.